Hi, welcome back to episode two. This is Jayla Marie is free with your host, Jayla Marie, and my co-host, Erica. And so this week, we're going to be talking about body image Mm -hmm. and how that is harmful to the woman in general, and then, well, men too, but we're going to specifically (laughs) be talking about um, how it's harmful to the black woman in a Eurocentric time, and, well, I guess we've always lived in a Eurocentric time, where the white woman is the ultimate... It's, well, not the superior, because I'm not saying that as a general statement. I'm saying that the, you know, the image or the the perception of the beautiful woman is a, a white woman, beautiful hair. She probably ain't got no, not too much behind, mm-hmm. not too much breast. You know, the, the cover of Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. I want to say that. Those are like the, those are the, how, how do I say this, Jayla? The beauty standards. Yeah. The, they are the beauty standards. The typical beauty standards. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. All right. So, firstly, we're going to talk about, um, I think we should first talk about how this all started. Like, the image, the image of what a woman should be, yeah. Um, the image of what a woman should look like, the image of women that get men, things oh like that. Gosh. So it's like when it first started, like you think of like pinup mm-hmm. women and the pinup girls. You had, and it's funny because when you go all the way back, I wish that I knew her name. When you go like all the way back, of course the black women they weren't allowed to be. Um, on the peep shows or the, you call them pinup shows or the burlesque shows, it was mainly like really white women that were that. But when you look back at, um, old books and stuff, you show, they show like black women, they were like sex slaves Mm -hmm. or, um, for their body. It was the attraction of of the big lips and the the big behind behind. and, Mm -hmm. oh, what is this? This is What is this? I've never seen this. I've never. But we Mm -hmm. see that even in the mammy character, the mammy character. Absolutely. Caricature. Like all of the, the mammy, all of that from, um, back in the day of, like when you were film majors, mm-hmm. so we took um, African-American film class and African-American theater classes, and they really talked about the mammy and where it came from. And yeah, you you guys know the mammy um, is the woman with the, the big breast. She has the big boobs, and she's like the maid, and she used to breastfeed the little white children. That's the crazy part that kind of blows my mind because we weren't allowed to be in front of you know, the doorways, we weren't right. allowed to be seen, but we were allowed to feed your children. But they, they love the the mammy character, and that's the woman that always comes. She's like she's like a maid, but she's more so like a mother, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, she that's, that's still crazy to me, how we were feeding these white children. We were feeding them. Well, we, were feed, we were raising. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we were like the mother, we but we still weren't, you know, allowed our own freedom or mm-hmm. to be seen. To be seen at all. Or know, heard. Or heard. <laughs> or let, let you speak up a little bit. I mean, 
we're talking back in the day, you the good thing to do is be fired. Mm-hmm. People were getting killed for this. Right. For even showing that if you oh, I can only imagine like if you were if you told someone like, Oh, I'm breastfeeding such and such a child. Like I can only imagine, but that's like the image of the mammy. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to me because a lot of white men are infatuated with the black woman's body. Right. To where now you see people like the Kardashians and stuff like that, like white women wanting the black body. The black body. And it's crazy because I could go on a tangent about just the black body and how it's disposable Mm -hmm. in America. Mm -hmm. Like, they were, (laughs) like, in, in more than just body image, like, Injecting us with sicknesses, yes. um, using us as projects, yep. um, like it's just it's just so much that goes into Putting it. So much up more. In a museum. Yeah, they put that woman up. I wish I knew her name. We will link it down below. We were we will put her name in the link. They would put her in an exhibit, and she would just stand there, and and white men would gather around to see her big behind. Right. And it's it's crazy to me how that was like. But you have to think about it. Like, this still happens today, but we're Mm -hmm. doing it to ourselves. Yep. We're we're posting our bodies, Mm -hmm. our asses, (laughs) like for everyone to see. Yeah. For people to like. To gaze over and to be like hard (laughs) eyes and oh you're so pretty but I can't even see your face. face. (laughs) <laughs> like so, oh, she a bad bitch, right? So it's it's how? something how <laughs> right? Like, it's how something you know? it's something we really have to think about. Like, mm-hmm. what did our ancestors fight for? And I hate I hate to be that person. Like, well, we're not in that time anymore. Like, get over it. But it's hard to get over when it's like we have come so far, yeah. and then just to like bring it back because like just to bring I it think. Back. For me, like just the fetish of the black body. body. I'm not gonna even say just black women, just the black body, body. in general. Mm-hmm. Because people love to have children mm-hmm. with black men, have yes. children with black mm-hmm. women, and hate that black man or woman. Okay, Jayla. Ha- let's hate talk about that it. black side of that child. Let's you know what talk I mean? about it. If you if we want to get specific, let's talk <laughs> about Chloe Kardashian. You saw that, okay, Chloe Kardashian, people have been uh, speaking about it on Twitter, mm-hmm. people have been speaking about it on Facebook. She has a child with Tristan Thomas, and he is. Firstly, oh, what's his last name? It's Tristan Thomas. But firstly, Thompson. Thompson. I'm Thomas. sorry. Thompson. It's Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Firstly, though, we have to think about she is not the only Kardashian with a, a black, black baby, baby. daddy. Mm-hmm. But the she, other kids are like. Uh, no, no, no. Let's just let's just go right, into let's this. Jayla, let's just go, go into girl. them dating <laughs> black men. Kim Kardashian was famous for a long time for dating Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. So she was the first oh, one. you didn't even go back to the first uh, Ray J, girl. Right, right. She <laughs> started like, out with Ray she J. Start, actually, she started before that because I yeah, heard she, she got she married, married to Yeah, she was married. Yeah. This hoe has been, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she has been with everybody. Right, but it's just like she obviously has her preference. Yeah of dating black men. I'm not going to call her a hoe or anything yeah. like that. She has her preference for dating <laughs> black men. You being nice. <laughs> right. I'm being nice. <laughs> so be nice. she she has dated black men. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Chloe has dated black men. Yeah. Let's go back to Lamar Odom. It probably yeah. went before that. Yeah. But people think her dad is OJ Simpson. Oh well. Oops. But anyway. Jayla, you did call her a hoe, but damn. You throwing pop pop girl. I mean, that's throwing just, shot. But I don't believe that. I don't think OJ Simpson is her dad, but I don't think so either. But that's just talking about the black man. Yeah. And so in her family. Right. Her their history with black people. Her her mom is now with a black man. Yes. He Corey, I don't know his last name, but so so they all have their history besides Courtney. So and I guess Kendall, she tries to stay out of that, I guess. Of Kendall her dating just had life. her black guy that all right, So Simmons. we just go say the Kardashian Jenner, <laughs> Jenner. clan <laughs> likes the black body. Mm-hmm. And I say that because we have Kim, we have Chloe, yep. we have Kylie who just had a baby with yep. Travis Scott, yep. um, and then her her good friend Jordan Woods is black, mm-hmm. and then we also have Kendall, and so then you have to think about okay, pretty much all of them have had babies around the same time. Yeah, Kim and has had her kids with Kanye. Everyone raves over how good they were. And I'm gonna go back to when North was first born. Mm-hmm. That was around the same time Blue Ivy was born. And people were comparing two babies. Oh comparing two babies. First, like, what Like what, what? do you mean? Like, who, really what? Really quick, guys, when we say we're gonna talk about the body image, we're gonna talk about this in a broad spectrum. Yeah. Because when, when North came out, North, when the first photo of North she had the beautiful hair, um, beautiful eyes. Just babies are beautiful, period. Then you had Blue. Blue had a little bit of coarser hair, mm-hmm. you know. Um, she features her father, which people uh, say well, that she, he is Well, they first said she favored her father. Father. But mm-hmm. she looks the same now. Yeah. It's just that people are and like... she has so much... Can I just tell you, Blue Ivy is my mood AF. She's a Capricorn <laughs> just like me, and she is just my mood AF, like, all the time. Yes. But when we're talking about kids... See, okay, so um, down here in the and South... And kids that you don't know. Yeah, these kids are, these that are kids you don't that know. we don't know. And I want to say that down here in the South, we call, like, a, a lighter-skinned person, we call them fair-skinned. So... North came out like fair skin, and now down the line, Chloe has a child with Tristan Thompson, and he that their child True is well. Getting, this like, is like that's even still going too far because mm-hmm. I feel like there's still so many details that, like that is like crazy. Like so many damn details for real for these kids <laughs> because like yeah. obviously Kim had her kids first, mm-hmm. so she had North. North, then she had Saint, Saint, and then the new one, Chicago, Chicago, yeah. and they are all pretty light skinned. Mm-hmm. They they they're Beautiful pretty. Kids. They're they're all lighter than Kanye. Yeah, they yeah, all are yeah. very cute. So and she's then, never had to deal with the right the we backlash don't say because she, even yeah. even then, she's always been on a pedestal because Beyonce's baby versus Kim Kardashian's yeah. baby. Kim Kardashian's baby that. is cuter. So it's like. It's even still pitting women against each, each other, other. Mm-hmm. for their kids. Like, mm-hmm. like that's so crazy to me. Like, mm-hmm. and most of the time you can't you can't pick how your kid looks. No, like, you so you just have you to go. You, you have, have no to choice. go with, because beautiful people make ugly children. Yeah. Ugly yep. people make beautiful children, yep. and that is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. Like, so I your feel child's like, gonna come out so beautiful. You it's like you okay. never know. You never know. 
And so it's look and at me trying course, to be politically correct, saying all babies are beautiful. Listen, all babies are beautiful I in their own say way. That in their own way. So it's just it's just <laughs> hard for me to understand. Oh well, they their baby is so ugly. It's like where where is that your place to talk but about guess somebody's kid? Guess what? Now Chloe, I saw a tweet on Twitter. Someone said, it's I still all don't want to get to Chloe yet. I still don't want to get to her yet because, <laughs> because, because, I'm going to tell you why. Because going back, Jayla's passionate. Because, no, no, no. Because it just bothers me so much because yes. I am not dark skin. I would call myself medium. Yeah. I'm a medium I would, tone. I would say a caramel mocha. Right. I'm somewhere in between dark skin mm-hmm. and medium dark <laughs> like yeah, I'm, so, yeah, yeah. I'm somewhere in between mm-hmm. so I guess I would go medium dark mm-hmm. my mom is dark skin my dad's light skin my sister's somewhere in between Fair. as well but she's mm-hmm. lighter than me mm-hmm. and so when we talk about skin color yeah it really like I'm really passionate about this because I grew up hating my skin color and I wasn't even that dark mm-hmm. I just knew I was darker than other people I was like well I'm this girl and I'm dark skinned and I have like I look like a boy and da, da, da. and I didn't <laughs> I didn't look like a boy but it was I'm just a self esteem it was just a self esteem thing. So when you're talking about somebody's baby mm-hmm. like that baby can't even defend themselves yet and you're already like but what about when the baby down? goes back and looks at like right like people people it lives say it was forever. Ugly. The internet is forever and mm-hmm. it's like I can already go back now to a study that happened in 1984. So it's like, that's before I was even born. You know what? So it's that's sad. over 20 years ago. Yeah. That's like 40 years ago. Yeah. So it's like, well, not 40, but like, that's, that's a pretty, mm-hmm. that's a pretty long time ago, like 30, 30 years ago. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, but they're like, be, especially because now I'll get to, now I'll start to get to Chloe because Okay, Kylie also has a beautiful baby, and she's light. Mm-hmm. She is way closer to Kylie's skin tone than the Travis's. And so when, okay, so the thing that started it was they posted a picture of their three kids three. together. Mm-hmm. So Stormy, mm-hmm. True, and Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, people just kept saying, because you can see in the picture, obviously, True is darker, darker. than the other two. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, Oh, she's cute. Well, she's not cute because people were saying because of her skin tone. And that's like... She's a beautiful girl. She's so cute. And it's like... Mm -hmm. That's that's one thing I'm very passionate about, too, is you're pretty for a black girl. I don't usually date dark-skinned girls, but I date you. Please get away from me, sir. Please. When (laughs) I tell you if looks can kill when you say shit like that, like, I'm sorry. So many people But when you say stuff like... You're beautiful for a dark skinned girl. That's Can not you a compliment. To the stage left, <laughs> who are you talking to? That's not. You can't. I'm um, pretty for. That's just like that is a stupid. Guys, please listen to me when I say this. That's just as stupid as saying you're pretty for a girl. Like, <laughs> what? I'm pretty for a girl. Right. Like what do you like? It does not. Let me tell you guys something. Skin tone, skin. We have to get out of this whole. Colorist, um, racist. Colorism, color. 
like one thing about it is is that you have to love the skin that you're in. If somebody comes to me and say you're beautiful for a dark skinned girl, I have a problem with that because in my heart I feel like you have a problem with your skin. And it, it bothers me even more because mm-hmm. then you have women like Little Kim who missed the train when it came to black girl magic yeah. and my my black is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like she looks like a totally different person now mm-hmm. because she was so insecure in the way she, and she was beautiful. beautiful. Oh my gosh. They have a, a photo of like the progression of uh oh my little Kim. God. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what she's done to her. And I love little Kim. This is not a knock on Kim. But it's crazy how I, I'm pretty sure every single young black girl has had their uh fair share of feeling like they um weren't especially like darker or fair skin because I had the confusion growing up like I would say I'm like a caramel frappuccino. I'm 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 craving Starbucks if you guys can tell. <laughs> but I would say that I'm like a, a caramel frappuccino, but I was not a red bone. And right. it's it's kind of crazy to me that people say that I'm a part of a, like a lighter skin. But growing up, all I wanted to do was be yellow. Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm not going outside yeah. because I don't want to get darker. That was it's me like, too. Yes, and it, it's certain. Oh, I can't wait for it to get winter because I'm gonna get lighter. Right. And why? Why? And, I, and it's I because of the saying, beauty. I remember standards. telling my mom, I don't want to get dark, and yeah. that makes me feel so hurt mm-hmm. because my mom, she used to always say, "Well, what's wrong with being dark?" dark. And I always thought, because I always grew up thinking my mom was beautiful, Mm -hmm. but I just, I just couldn't, I was just couldn't see it on myself. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, you're, you're pretty, but I'm not going to look like that, you Mm -hmm. know? And now I wish I could be dark. I wish I was black. (laughs) The beautiful ducky, the model duck, her skin, when I tell you, I just how they glisten, like. It's, they glisten, it's beautiful, (laughs) Every skin tone, like, I've never met someone. I ain't got no type. So I've never met someone and been like, oh, he's like, oh, he's kind of ugly for a uh, light skin. Oh, he he looks good for a dark skin. But That's let's, never let's get into that. Let's get into okay. that. Because when I think of ugly for a light skin, I feel like that doesn't exist. Mm-mm. Because really? we are so conditioned Ooh. to thinking the light skin is more beautiful. Yeah that I have had plenty of instances where I've seen people be like, oh, she's so cute, she's so cute. And I'm looking like, she is not that cute. She's, she's just like, light-skinned. She's snagged tooth, head-ass But not, not even that. It's just like she has a bad attitude. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's not that cute. And I've met people who look 10 times better than her and, and are time, 10 times darker than her. And guess what? Half the time, those yellow bones, those red bones, they got their nose so far up. I'm not going to even say half the time because I've met... I'm not going to stereotype like that, but it's just I have known people to light skin privilege, mm-hmm. pretty girl privilege. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. Especially the... <laughs> because even, I, won't, I won't even say it doesn't exist because I have had things given to me because people thought I was pretty. Because mm-hmm. people thought, you know, I was doing something. I've had... Like, it's, it's a privilege. It's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But you have to really think... Is this making this person think they can just glide through life? Mm-hmm. You know, because I've met people like that. They're like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this and this and I'll be fine. I'm like, so what are you going to do? Like, mm-hmm. that that's something you, someone else is doing for you. That's not anything that, you know. And my dad always told me, like, 
this is totally not on the subject of color, skin color, but he would always be like, you can do anything you want to do in life as long as you work hard for it. Mm-hmm. As long as you, and you know, mm-hmm. there's that cliche like, you can be anything you want as long as you, as long as you really believe and as long as you mm-hmm. do the work. But it's like, the older I got, I was like, oh yeah, you really have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Like he would always explain to me like, some people, it may seem like they just Glide got it overnight, but they've been working for that for a long, no, long, long time. That's true. So, like, Tiffany Haddish is a perfect example. Oh. Like, people thought after Girls Trip that she just got it, <laughs> but she had to come back and be like, no, I've been doing this and for years. Like, her story decades. everything that she's been through, I mean, from her mom getting in an accident her mom never recovering. She had yeah. To we're take also. Care I'm gonna also link the Breakfast Club, Club episode where she yeah. talks about this. She talked to like literally um, from front to back. She never was given anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, even she went to like a, a comedy camp with mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, where she met Richard Pryor. Like, and that was like in her younger years. So mm-hmm. nothing was given, and that's another thing. It's it's just it's just so weird to me about colorism because it makes me think like if she was like a fairer skinned woman like a lighter woman would it be a thing right would she have gotten there faster and I don't really I really don't want to come off or would as she if, or would she have even been a comedian would she have exactly because I feel like on the same coin like they have their privilege but at the same time they have like. Like people would be like, "Oh, you're too pretty to do that." Yeah. Oh, you're too, you're too, you're too whatever to do that. You're too pretty to be smart. And I feel like they, they're like, told that all their lives. Mm-hmm. Like lighter skinned women are told, like, "Oh, you're beautiful." You're, and you should tell your kids that you're beautiful. But I think it's it's a difference. Right. Even if it's not, coming you should from never their see parents, yourself as above of, someone yeah, else. Yeah. Because everyone has. Everyone has the things they're good at and the things they're not good at. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, since we're both film majors, I'm just going to bring in the film example. Like, I know some people who are great writers, but they can't edit. Mm -hmm. I know some people who are great producers, but they can't write. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's not that you can't do something. Sometimes you just have to work at it. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you just have to take the back seat and be like, okay, I do need help. Yep. Every single time, like, and it's crazy how, I mean, how it's viewed, the perception of it, because I don't think us as black people make it any better, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, because I, I scream right now as we speak, I have on an unapologetically black t-shirt, and I mean that wholeheartedly, <laughs> I ain't got, I'm not, don't forgive me for a damn thing when I say it. One thing about it is I'm so about this equal life. Like, I want us all to be together. But it, like, it really, it doesn't piss me off more so that it makes me sad that we divide ourselves in our own race because we are one. Even the people who make fun of lighter-skinned people and saying that, oh, you're not black, because there, there is, like, I know there's a light-skinned struggle on the other end where people feel like, oh, people are always talking about me because I'm lighter-skinned, or people don't accept me because I'm lighter-skinned. You always hear people make fun of Logic, saying that Logic is half black, right? but he's, mm, he's white, right. he's, he has... 
white skin, mm-hmm. but he always talks about, hey, but I'm black, though. And in his music, he's like, black is beautiful. Right. So I really don't want to divide us as a race, but we have to do better because you have the people like us that feel this way about light-skinned people. Then you have light-skinned people that feel like they're superior. Then you have darker-skinned people that let them feel like they're superior. Right. Then you have the dark-skinned people like us. We, we grew up not wanting to go outside. We grew up, you know, being, because this is all that we saw on TV. Just like Jayla just said, we're film majors. So I'm going to make sure when I make my films and when I write my films, I want kids to see that representation. Right. That's going back to the Chloe thing. They said it like Chloe. And I, she I, finally said something about yeah, her kid she being finally nervous. Said so something I do, about I do applaud her for that. But people say it's all good. Like it's all good messing with black men and having black children then you realize that your child is black right your child will have they're gonna to have deal right, with a black experience or at least half of a black experience you know so it's like Period. because people always feel like like i've heard so many stories and it breaks my heart mm-hmm. people are like oh i was too black to do this but i wasn't white enough to do this yes. or even like the afro latino afro latinx community I was too black to be with the Latino people, but I was too Latin to be with the black Mm -hmm. people. And it's like, or too, I look too Latin, or Mm -hmm. I look too this, but my skin was too dark. Mm -hmm. And it's like, colorism is not just an American thing. That's the really, really sad fact. It's an Asian issue. It's a... Uh, it's a Hispanic issue. It's a, it's a black issue. It's a white issue. So it's well, white people want to be dark. I don't know what that they got something else going tanning. on. Tanning. What the hell is that? <laughs> right. what? What's a tanning bed? I've never tanning bed. But you know, come out it's looking like, orange. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Donald Trump. But, <laughs> but it's like it's like they really, really, really not shout out. Right. <laughs> Y'all know I'm just playing. But it's like they really. It's something really. It's this internal hate, but at the same time, it's this, like, external hate, Mm -hmm. and you have to find the happy medium between where do I draw the line at the external hate and pull in some more internal love. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's it's a balancing act, but you really cannot, like, I always couldn't understand when people would say, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself. And I used to be like, what? I love everybody. What do you mean? <laughs> but I but I do have really low self-esteem. I really do. I am depressed. I do hate myself. But I found myself being able to love better mm-hmm. after I figured out who I was mm-hmm. and what I what I needed in life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I don't And know. you know what's crazy about insecurities? Because I have many of them. Mm-hmm. But one thing about insecurities is that you always see that it kind of comes from being like seeing a certain image. Right. Because I came out wanting to be an actor, and I know that I'll like l- later down the line, I'll get into more acting and stuff. Another reason why I kind of push back is because the mem- just memorizing everything. I, mean, <laughs> I can't get sad. I can't get jiggy with memorizing everything for right. whatever reason. But it's just 
I came out and that was like always that was my dream growing up. I just I just wanted to act because I was always a character, mm-hmm. but I would never see myself on television, and I would never. That's part of the reason why I wanted to become a, a writer because right. I just never seen my representation or the stories that I wanted to tell. So I said, "F it, I'll do it myself, and I'll create me. Right. I'll create someone so that someone looking up or someone growing up right now can possibly see my films or see me." on television and be like, hey, like I can be just like her. I can be thick. I can be, you know, have messy hair. I can be different. That's another thing. Let's allow each other to be different. Let's oh my oh can we talk about the stereotypes in the black but because I know you've been told that you sound like you're Oreo. Yep, 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 yep. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go back to what you're talking about with the like acting and stuff. It's Mm -hmm. like being a woman and being black, that's mm-hmm. two strikes against you. And so, if you think about it, when it first started, women weren't even allowed on the stage. Mm-hmm. Men did all the parts. Even which, the women. Even the women parts, yeah. Mm-hmm. They did all the parts because a woman wasn't allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, moving along, women are allowed to be in these plays, but you're a black woman? Oh, no, nah, we're good. Because they only the powder they on only, your face, right? So. But mm-hmm. they only wrote white parts, mm-hmm. and even then, when there was a black character, blackface. Yeah. So it's like you know that that was hard, and then so then we finally do get black women. Okay, well you can only be the mammy, or the Jezebel. All or the right. Uncle Tom. Or yeah, if you're a man, you can be Uncle Tom. That was it. Or you can be a slave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can be one of the many slaves we have, mm-hmm. and so then finally. We get more women, and they're all light skin, and they're all they all look a certain way. The first, I remember the first movie I was able to say, "Oh, I can maybe do this." Was Bring It On when I saw Gabrielle Union. Mm. I was like, "Oh my God, like she's she's so pretty," you know. Mm. But I was at the same time I was so scared of her because I was like, "She's so mean." Right. Like, <laughs> she in every in every she was like a bitch. in every but she said even in real life she was a mean person so that's that is probably where that came from but I or was the like stereotype of an angry black woman right and there you go and so then there's that too you you're the angry black woman and that's that's kind of where I find a problem with some of these films that I'm like we're not all the same <laughs> we're not no. all angry and even if we are we have a very valid reason to be. Let me repeat that. We have a very very valid valid reason reason. to be angry. And it's like, the hard part is we we take so much and we internalize so much that when we finally do stick up for ourselves, it's like, oh, why are you so mad? Why why are you like this? You know, and it's like, I've been letting you run over me. I've been letting you you run over me for forever. And now I finally say something, and I'm just the angry black woman. You don't even know who I am. I'm just angry, like what? Hello, diary of an angry black woman. And that's the and that goes back to. But that's even still, she had a reason to be angry. She had a reason. He was beat. She threw him in that tub. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Right. When she threw him in the tub, that part where she slapped him in the head bubble. (laughs) (laughs) You a whole mess. I think that goes back to like the stereotypes because like I literally guys I am from the south but I don't necessarily sound like I'm from the south where am I on TV 
to where either you're from the South, you got to be too Southern, uh, you can't be a weirdo. I love comic books and stuff right. like that. I'm a black woman, and I love Marvel. Can I scream that's, that? I feel like that's a totally different, that's going to be a totally different episode because yes. it's like black people aren't allowed to have weird things. Like, no. we're not allowed to be weird. Or you're, you're weird. You're, you're the weird. You want to be white. Yes. You want to be white if you like, like, uh, you like so comic glad. books. You like rock music? You like pop? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like you you're white. Be white. You're and a weirdo. I feel like we, that's like a totally different episode. Girl, because, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, because we'll go finally, back. Because finally Twitter is starting to confess, like, yes. we all grew up listening to we Paramore. We love Paramore. <laughs> oh, misery business. I can say it like verbatim. Right, <laughs> like exactly. We but we grew up thinking like, oh, no, I can't listen to this. This is weird. Like, yeah. no, no other black person can know I listen yeah. to this music, you know? I'm watching so MTV like, jams in the morning, and I'm, you know, I'm jamming out to panic at the disco. Right. And I'm like, oh, but I can't, I can go to school. Right. I can't say anything I can only listen to it on my MP3 I, player. I can't right. tell anybody else about it. Like, if someone walks up behind me, I got to skip the song. Skip the song. <laughs> <laughs> so I it's can't like, be me. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's, that's a totally different episode. episode. <laughs> but okay, back to like getting back onto body image. Mm-hmm. It's like there's this hard in between for the black woman just because it's like we we can't be dark skin, we can't be too skinny, mm-hmm. we can't be too big, nope. but we have to be this perfect shape. Yep. So moving on from skin color, it's this shape that mm-hmm. we have started to like in- embrace almost too much. Yeah. Because I don't even know, like, I don't know how to talk about it, but like, I have a big butt. Mm-hmm. My mom has a big butt. My grandma has a big butt. My aunt has a big butt. So it's like, that runs in my family. Mm-hmm. But my mom has no chest. I have very little chest. But so it's like, we don't, we have the big butt. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's hard for us to achieve the hourglass. Mm-hmm. So it's like harder for me because well, not harder for me, but like it's hard for the woman to understand how like people are doing these crazy surgeries, mm-hmm. these crazy corsets, waist trainers, whatever you want to call them. Because mm-hmm. some of them are corsets, like from back in the day, where people are pinching their waist, removing ribs, still mm-hmm. doing that. And I thought shifting the ribs. And, yes, and, people are still doing that, and it's like we are in 2018. And look, I have nothing against plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against it. It helps people burn victims. You know, it's it's it has good, but however, it has gotten so out of hand. Like these, people are killing these themselves. ass shots, these yeah. implants, these, illegal. and it's like illegal stuff. People are just doing it for the money and just doing it to look a certain way and it's like you're killing yourself for this body image like and then it's so sometimes it doesn't even look all that great like the the thigh to butt ratio that kills me where did we go wrong that (laughs) where did we go wrong that kills me because it's like some like these women that have the hourglass it's not like they just woke up like that like they they worked out they did that but that's on on the end of the same coin there are women who are getting surgeries and then posting these workout videos like <laughs> you MF and lie. You a goddamn lie. Like posting what? some skinny tea. <laughs> you a damn lie. That didn't help you. 
you went to get surgery, <laughs> black China. No, I'm playing. Let me stop. But uh, just flat tummy tea, like flat tummy tea, and my dumb ass bought some one time. And um, it's really just a laxative, y'all. If y'all yeah, didn't know, it's just, it's a, just laxative. a laxative. Like that's it. You guys can go to um, Walmart right now. Please don't do that. That is how you get an eating disorder. Like yes, but, but one thing about it is, is that I have the opposite. Oh so I have the opposite from Jayla. My friends are probably laughing right now listening <laughs> to this because <laughs> I always joke about it, and I've always been. I will say I'm the type of person. Like growing up, I've heard um. I mean, I guess people have tried to bully me about the fact that I developed fast. Like, I was one of those kids in um, fourth and fifth grade. I had boobs. And, of course, things haven't changed. I'm 23 years old, and I have very big boobs, and I have no ass. I have no but I mean zero negative none <laughs> at all okay I don't have it I don't have it okay but one thing about it is is it's, it when I think back to growing up because I developed fast I had older men looking at me like mm. uh, it, it was kind of it was in a weird way like but it's always been that way all my life to where now I just I mean, I understand it, but I would say I'm more so shaped like a pea. I'm peeing out here, you know? Well, ooh, like that doesn't sound right. <laughs> the letter P. The letter P. But that's one thing that I mean. Like, I don't see me represented really on films unless it's like, a, um, you know, in a, a jokingly way. But it's kind of weird to me how I have always had um, older men. I've always attracted that's older men. That's another issue. I, yeah. Because, I mean, I was in, like, fourth grade. I had I was wearing a C cup, I want to say. Like, yep. I've always had to wear bras. I mean, I but think from so, fourth on down. It's so sad. I'm just going to open it up to black men, too. Yeah. Because that's the fact that a lot of times the black body, I'm going to say matures faster, Yeah. gets us in a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Because then we're asking for it. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask to grow these boobs this fast. Mm -hmm. But so how am I asking for man, it? When, I when tell an old you, man approaches me when and I tell you I would want to wear like three bras. I would always want to like I would want to flatten them so much because I didn't want people to look at me. I didn't want that kind of attention in that way at that age. I mean, I barely really wanted it, it all now. It like, was ew. always scary. It's like, oh my gosh, like I'm like you don't. Oh, how old are you? Like what? Oh no, you have to be older than that. But I have yeah, a baby like, face you, at the like, same time. Like, so. how are you gonna tell me how old I am, sir? And yeah, and but but why are why, we so infatuated with? But all why? Of that? Why I open it up to black men is because that's what gets them killed. Oh, I thought he was eighteen when it's a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah. What? Like. Yeah. And so that's like what happened with Tamir Rice. R.I.P. Yeah. Bless his soul. Bless his soul. But same, same Mike with Tamir Rice. <laughs> Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice. Um, Michael Brown. Uh, Trayvon Martin. Martin. Like mm -hmm. they were killed, and they, they hadn't kids. even started their lives. Nope. He and even uh, recently, where the guy was like, "Oh, he looked like he looked like a bad guy because he was just big and." Right. He was he was a big guy, and Mike Brown was a big guy, mm -hmm. and that uh, police officer was intimidated by him. 
He was intimidated by his size. And that's right. so sad because we do, as black people, we do our, our we mature, we mature. Our features right. mature. We get tall. And it's know? it's so hard, like, even for our parents. Because mm-hmm. once they see, they're like, okay, my son is only nine years old. Mm-hmm. But I need to tell him about. I need he to can, sit He can get shot. He can get shot. Just for, just for being him. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so. And it scares me to even have my own kids. Like, to bring them into this. I'm terrified to bring kids into world. this world. is just crazy. And mm-hmm. that's. That, that also talks about how the black body is just seen as so disposable yeah. in this country. Like, I mean, Get Out is a perfect example. Like, I just watched it again because it's Halloween oh time. But that is a real thing. Like, Ooh, I mean, what if they did it with a woman? You, that's I what feel I was like. Girl, you're in my head. You're in my head. I was in my film class <laughs> thinking this. I was like, if they would have done what was her name, Georgina's story, that would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. Like because they could they used her you you can't even imagine what they could have used a black woman's body for. Can you imagine? Because you think of the auction scene and you think <gasps> of that that photographer or the curator whatever he was talking to him about his eye, and it's so eerie. Like if you don't get that uncomfortable feeling. You you didn't watch it right mm-hmm. because it's like <clears throat> just when she's t- like the lady's touching him and saying, "Oh, is it really better?" Or that's that's what I talk about the fetish fetishization of the black body, mm-hmm. the black penis, mm-hmm. the black body, the black ass, the black breasts. It's like these are things that people want but not on a black person, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. to love, just mm-hmm. to gaze and, you know, think about and, you know, fantasize. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so oh, black odd. Black people, you have lips? Oh, my right. gosh. Oh, my God, your lips are so your beautiful. And, like, just, like, the opening scene is so perfect, like, with Redbone and, like, the song, and you're looking I at his black out. body. And, yeah. and it's, like... Just but like back to the infatuated, right? Back to the auction scene. Like, is it really better? And black is in fashion, Mm. and it's like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, and do you think um, you have a beneficial or um, worse, a more beneficial or worse experience being black Mm. in America? Mm -hmm. What? What? Like, what do you mean? Right. I just, I'm just trying to stay alive Mm -hmm. day by day so Mm -hmm. of course obviously we know the systematic oppression and the prison industrial complex we know that i hate when people say the justice system is broken or that it it need like it's doing exactly what it's there for it's protecting it's protecting the white male it's protecting white people so it's like no there's nothing wrong with it no it's doing exactly what it's supposed <laughs> it was, to be doing. Like when it was written, that's exactly what it was supposed to do. And it's crazy because you just think, like, like I, we were so hyped. Like, everyone can, let's just let's just analyze, get out really quick. Everyone can remember, like, what they were doing when we were watching. It was me, my friend Javane, yeah. his friend, and my friend Shakir. I saw we, it three times, by the way. Um, Jordan really? Peele, you're a genius. Yes. I saw it twice. I saw it three times in theaters. Oh my gosh, yep. Shayla. It was like 
Same with Black Panther, but that's different. Can we just like really? Oh yeah. I understand. <laughs> I went to theaters again. I was like, but can we like just talk about how eerie it was sitting there as a a black person? We were we were there. Oh, while we're talking about this, just um, if you go to Georgia State, mm-hmm. um, Swank or Canopy, they have it on there. Yeah. So you, if you want to like, it's on go Netflix, back, guys. It's yeah. on Amazon Prime. It's on everything. If you want to go back and watch it, then. Yeah, just um, you on Swank if you know how like Netflix or if you have Amazon, not watched it out. You can watch it if you're a George State student, right and we'll just watch it again, just because just I feel like every time again. I watch it, there's more that I get out of it. So me too. And what like from that auction auction scene, I really got like it took me back to when oh my gosh when we were actually sold, and that's why I would like to see it from a woman's perspective because I wonder how they auctioned. A woman, like, what did they say about her breast? Was she naked? Right. I know on some auctions she was naked, but I just want to, um, as a film nerd, really quick, mm-hmm. Jayla, let's go there really quick. Um, the part where it's crazy how we all were set up, and this is why I say Jordan Peele is a freaking genius. We were all set up to feel the same way when that police officer came on that last I, scene. I just, I, we talked about but this guess in my what, film class. Jayla, if it was, if it was um, Nightmare Amy? on Elm Street and um, Jamie, mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn Spears, if she, if, if she's running away from Michael Myers and the police officer oh, Jamie come, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm sorry. Halloween. For my son, if, if she was to come and uh, a police officer, she's running away from Michael and a police officer comes. We'd be like, she's saved. <laughs> yes, yes, she's yes, saved. Yes, she's yes, saved. Yes, yes. But for that whole, but for that, when you, you know, went, we were like, shit. Girl, <laughs> and for the whole, for the whole movie, that, that's why I say, if you did not watch Get Out in theaters, oh my, I feel oh, so bad. Oh, just with everybody for everybody, there. white people, you had black people, we all was like, because, no. Because white people like to act like they don't know, yes. but ask a white person if they want to be black. <laughs> you just, they're going to be like, hell no. Because, oh my God. because. They, oh might, they might they might want to have big lips. Yeah. They might want to have a big, big butt. Ass. But to be to live the black experience yes. is not always no. fun. I love my people. I love my people. Me too. But the feeling I get when I get pulled over. Oh gosh. The feeling I get when I even drive past the police car. The feeling I got when I was coming home from Kennesaw and I looked in the fire fire station, I saw a Blue Lives Matter flag. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different experience. It's not like we just live our life like, oh, I have this great body. Like, oh, I just, I'm going to have a great day today. Because you you might have that mentality, but as soon as you walk outside, as soon as you see Reality. someone of law enforcement. Reality. As soon as you see a white person with the Make America Great Again hat on. Reality. As soon as you see a white person with the Confederate flag shirt on. Reality. And especially being black in the South, like that is a different fear because I don't know. I mean, being black in America, being black, period, it's it's. But we were always hard. taught like certain things. Like growing up, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and growing up, we were always taught. Well, there are certain places you don't want to go. go. It was more so, they say that it changed, but there are a few articles out there where some black people go missing. They will always say that about Forsyth County. That was the place that was on, um, it was on Oprah, where they didn't want any black people. They wanted yep. to stay segregated. And even now, they try to market it as if 
Forest Side County. Oh, it's diverse. But the thing, the thing about it is, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go ahead and say, black people never really cared to be integrated. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to be treated as equals. equal. So mm-hmm. we knew separate but equal did not mean equal. Yeah. Like Marcus Garvey, he mm-hmm. wanted black people to be black people where they could be black. Yeah, you know, be separated. And you I know, went with him. in U.S. history, they try to paint him as a villain. Yes. Like, in the American school system. Mm-hmm. But you go back and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. My brother would have been with Mark Gar- <laughs> they <laughs> tried to make. I would have went with him because they tried to make it seem like he was uh, he he just trying to he segregate. He wanted to keep racism. Yeah, like, he just like, went, no. oh, my gosh. Like, we're not supposed to be. Like, he was not even. Like, when you please go back and read his autobiography, mm-hmm. please go back and read his books. Do not go off of what you learned about him go back and read and you will see my black ass would have went with him right <laughs> i would have I mean, went back there's no there's no i mean i i talk to white people i have white friends but it's like i know that they don't know my struggle they don't and one thing and I they love, never could no matter how much i tell them no matter, no matter how much i explain much. it no matter if they even saw it happen mm-hmm. They will never get that same feeling. I had this one white girl in my African-American theater class, and she tried to, she has family um, that uh, was dealing with the Holocaust, and she's Jewish, Mm -hmm. and she tried to compare it to uh, the struggle that we had to deal with as far as with lynching and stuff like that, but she explained it to us, and at the end she said, but I know my privilege. Right. I know that I will never be able to truly understand what you guys are going through she said and we would have like conversations where we would talk about if we get pulled over and stuff and she would always say like her experience with the police she never has a a fear she never has like a a a, this thing about being around other white people or being around people superior because she knows that her privilege has always been in her favor It's, it's always been in her favor but we don't have i could never I don't know how it feels to not, like, worry about anything. I have right. a black brother. My brother is 30 years old, tall, because we're tall. My my dad was tall. Like, my brother is tall as day. And when he leaves, I'm always worried. Like, I'm always, like, as a black my mom, I'm always worried. Me, you know, we, we are not exempt. The black woman isn't exempt rest in peace sandra bland right we're never exempt and we always hear these stories like it's always funny Duddy. like you you hear about oh um they died in prison or this what about the stories we haven't even heard about right so i don't know that how i feel getting the same exposure yeah so we don't know the the black struggle i'm One sure it's great it. i'm sure i'm sure that experience. is great but jayla just like you said a white person wouldn't change it for the world right. being white. Exactly. I wouldn't change being black for yeah. the world. We are bomb. Same. We are bomb. We know how to turn a dollar into 50 cents. I mean, we know how to <laughs> 50 turn 50 cents into a dollar. dollar. <laughs> like, we really, like, I would not change it for the world. But when you say white women and white men, when you guys say, you look at this guy, and, and white guys like to make jokes about, oh, I don't have a big penis and yeah. black guys got big penises and, and I talk about the bodies oh I'm shriveled up and stuff they make a joke about it right? and they talk about uh, body image just like white women talk about how they want you know bigger asses and, and bigger breasts and stuff like that but when you say that you want it right. 
do you want everything that comes with being black? Right. Or do you just you want our men? It. Or do you just want our women? Be careful what you wish for. That's Be all I can say what you about wish that. Or take everything because into it's account. just so much that I think about, and it's like even with like when you mentioned your the Jewish classmate, it's mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to compare the two because Germany talks about it. You know, mm-hmm. they they say we messed up, yeah. like we messed up bad, and they gave their reparations. You know, mm-hmm. and so they 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 make it a point in their school system, and everything that they do. So it's harder for me. And I'm sure there's still... We don't even say certain slang to even go right. anything. Exactly. That's what my teacher said. She <laughs> so, was like... We, but it's so funny you know? to me because it's like, hey, like Mexicans, they, they don't want to be called spicks and wetbacks. Okay, that's fine. We got y'all. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, hey, don't call me this. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Cool. Don't call me a cracker. Don't call me a, the N-word. Oh, well, it's just a word. It's just it's a, a word. What do you mean? What? It's just a word. You guys use it. <laughs> like, why can't I use it? I just, every single time I think about <laughs> white person wanting to say the N-word, I think about the Kendrick Lamar video. And she just, but the fact that she, she could said not it, not say it. She said it, like, she says it all the time. That's why, yes. that's what thing, like, I always have to think, like, mm-hmm. if someone says it so freely, they say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if you tell them, don't say that anymore. They're going to go back home, say, keep saying it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Kitchen table talk. Right. Oh, this nigga in my I class. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, a, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Oh. This is a fairly recent story. This happened. We're going to use this story to close out the episode. Yes. We're, okay. But, okay, so my, this past summer, I was working at a boutique. I'm not going to say the name of this boutique because they have a couple of locations around the country. But um, I was working at this boutique and I was a sales lead there. So it's like the assistant to the assistant manager. And so, but you know, I can open the store by myself, close the store by myself, count the money, all that stuff. So I was working and there was a girl there and she also worked somewhere else, but she was working at the store to make more money because she planned on getting married. And she was she was saving up to get, she was saving up for her wedding. And so then I, we were talking and she was telling me about these, like I said before, she's white. She was telling me about all these black girls, black guys she dated in her past. And I was like, okay. Ladies, okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it was just so weird to me that she felt like she had to bring that up, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't really care about your, your love life, but all right, because we're just, we're just working together. I didn't know her like that. I didn't consider her a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, she, she was talking about it. She was saying, um, yeah, I used to date all these black guys. Da da da. The guy I date now, he's actually not really my type, but you know, I love him and blah blah blah. You know. He's really pale. He's a ginger, this, that, and the third. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I had brought up that she was calling him. She was saying that he was her fiance, but then she was calling him a boyfriend. So I was like, why do you why do you call your boyfriend? I mean, why do you call your fiance your boyfriend? And she said, oh, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call him my fiance until I get the ring I want. And already I was like, okay, red flag, that's weird. <laughs> hey, you're weird. Like, 
Like, why why does the ring matter if you say you love this person, you know? And so, like, if if my boyfriend proposed with a ring pop, I'd say yes. <laughs> so it's like, and I still call Don't it like... Don't get me started. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Um, it's like that's that was odd to me because if you love someone, you love someone. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so then later she like she was past the like she was supposed to be off the clock, but he was supposed to be coming to pick her up. So she stayed on the clock. She stayed there. She was still working, and I was like, I was kind of getting irritated because um, I think we should also talk about queerness. Like when you were talking about this is like side note, but when you were talking about um, if we looked at Georgina's story and get out, we have to think. Because Rose was using these people romantically, like she was probably a gay woman. Mm-hmm. And I find that the queer black body is also very disposable, mm-hmm. and we don't treat them like we should, mm-hmm. even in the black community. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something we really have to look at. And so then she asked one of my coworkers, who's white, but she's a lesbian, and she asked her, she said, Were you born gay? What? Were you born straight? Like, like I was just like, so we both looked at each other like, did she really just ask that? And the girl claimed that her brother was gay. And she goes, oh, yeah, my brother said he's born gay, too. Like, that's not, first of all, that's personal. Mm-hmm. We're at work. Like, yeah. this, is, this is getting weird. And so I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, my God, I just want her to leave. <laughs> like, I just want her to leave. And so then, finally, her boyfriend shows up, and she says... Oh, that's my nigga. And I said, <laughs> I was just so caught off guard that I was I'm about like, to be Viola I just, and grab I just, my purse. I just looked at her and I was like, you can leave. Because I just didn't know what else to say. I was like, this is a work setting. I don't know you. I'm trying not to cuss you out. Because it it just I was just like, what are you doing? Like, what? This is weird. And so moving on, I was like my friend that was still there, she had like gone to the back because we were doing shipment. But she had gone to the back to get some more um, to process. And I told her what happened. And she was like, what? What did you say? Like, what well, Like, what did, what did you do? And I was like, I didn't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. I was caught off guard. She was like, I'm so glad I wasn't up here. I would have cussed her out. And I was like, it's not worth you losing your job. Mm-hmm. And so, and I knew I was only there for the summer. I didn't really, I was like, okay, whatever. But I knew that I had to do something. Mm-hmm. So I called my assistant manager, and I was like, because we didn't have a GM at the time, and I was like, I texted her, and I was like, hey, we had an incident today. Just just don't put me on the schedule with, sorry, with so-and-so anymore. And so she was like, what happened? And I called her, and I told her, and I was like, but if you can get me the number to HR, you know, I would mm-hmm. really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And so finally, um, I get the number to HR, um, I'm trying to leave a message and everything. Um, so then, like, maybe a week or two later, I look at the schedule, or no, the next week, I look at the schedule, and I'm on the schedule with the girl. And so I was like, hey, I saw that I'm on the schedule with so-and-so. Why is that? She was like, oh, she quit. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> she quit. And I was like, <laughs> and then she tried to tell me, oh, she just she just said that, because she wasn't working that many shifts. She was mm-hmm. like, well, she just wasn't working that much, and you know, this was really just pocket change for her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like, she knew she was wrong. You knew you was wrong, but you thought, that's one thing. If you Like, don't ever get so friend, comfortable with yeah. a black person that the you say you the N-word. Like, oh, I have black friends. Right. 
I don't care. I your black friends. friends, if your black friends is not socking you in the mouth for saying the N-word. Somebody else will. Okay. Because, like, that's what that's what I have to tell people. Like, okay, maybe, maybe this friend says it's okay for you to say the N-word. But you go say it around somebody Bitch. who does not know you, who does not care, and will Clock throw hands. I love those videos on Twitter <laughs> when they be, ooh, and they be like, nigger. Yes. And you just hear a big old thing, and you just bop. Right. I'm like, when I tell you I replay them videos so much, cause mood. Right. Mood. Like say that around me or Jayla. Right. Say it around Jayla when she's not at work. <laughs> say it around me when I'm not at work or when I'm at school. I'ma clock you too. Right. Like I'm sorry to end on violence, guys. Right. But we wanna tell you guys that we have an email, Jayla Marie is free at gmail.com. We want you guys to do homework. Um, we wanna ask you guys about uh, how do you view your body image? Did you have problems like me and Jayla with uh, skin tone? Um, maybe you want to tell us something about um, experience that you had personally. Or maybe you want to tell us about a story where someone has said the N-word in front of you. Somebody white has said the N-word in right. front of you. Email any, us, guys. you feel colorist or racist. Yeah, encounter. colorism, anything. Like, anything. If you have anything or even to if comment it was, on Even it. if it was an encounter about um, your sexuality. Yeah. We want to talk about we that, too. We want to talk about it. We want to have an episode where we talk this about is really, it. This episode was really... We, we tried to make it about body image, but really it was mm-hmm. just about the black body and what, it, what the black experience Colorism. Is like. It's like we're so broad. We want to give you guys our email... I mean, get, follow our Instagram... Uh, together is Jayla Marie is free. We're gonna link it down below. Jayla's Instagram is Hey, it's me, Jayla Marie. <laughs> and mine's is underscore phenomenal Erica. Also, we wanted to shout out everyone for showing us love. Yes, we got a episode. lot of love on our first episode. So Thank you love. so much. <laughs> yes, we were so nervous. We but were, we were excited. Guys, we went through so much to get the episode out. When I tell you, it's like been a month and a half. Yeah, of, of us working at this. Yes, if everything and just to see the idea, Jayla came to me with the idea, and just to see how it just bloomed and blossomed, and now it's here is just so it's so exciting to see. I can't even explain. It's so exciting. So yes, email us, follow us on Instagram. Also, if you guys Instagram. have any topics you want to hear us talk about, or even like. Send us stories and mm-hmm. like just hear our opinion on it. We will. We, we are will. down to do an episode <laughs> on that. Yes. If we have to do two episodes a week, we're mm-hmm. cool with that. So, um, yeah, we appreciate the love, mm-hmm. and we just want to hear from y'all. Um, so email us. Email or DM us. We just or gave DM you. Email. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we accept those too. Right. Some people are more comfortable with that. Yeah. <laughs> so in the digital age that we yeah. live in. So yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to. Jayla Marie is free. I'm your host, Jayla Marie. And I'm your co-host, Erica. And we will talk to you soon.